We are excited to be back to Cross Culture. I yeah. am And I am Erica Mona. And today we have a fellow hot boy in the hot building. Yes. His name on Twitter is very literally Hot Boy John Dunn. So introduce yourself, sir. All right, my name is Tayo. You know, a lot of you guys know me as, or may not know me as TJ. And I am the official hot boy for this episode. Okay, and what do you do? Do you want to give us your social media? I am a, uh, I'm a full-time photographer. Just, you know, quick plug right there. Um, all my social media is TGIA or TGIA.photos on Instagram. You can, you know, see my portfolio and all that. If you guys got any freelance photography needs, hit your boy up. And he is very talented. He has taken my pictures, like my first set of, like, you know, professional, like, real pictures. He took them. He is awesome. We're going to put some respect on his name. I, he ain't had the energy I wanted. First of all, this is TJA. Oh, at Lord. TJA. You know what I'm saying? At TJA. Photographer mm. extraordinaire. Wait, Photographer of celebrity photographer, Burner Boy. Hey! Cole, uh, he did, he did. Cole Bennett, right? Cole, uh, Taylor Bennett. Ta- Taylor, Taylor Bennett. Taylor he Bennett. did. Photo shoot. You also, um, spell that TJ. Also chance. Yeah. Also chance. <laughs> slight, slight word. Slight word, a little bit. TJ is spelled T-J-A-I-Y-E. I mean, I know y'all know, but just for the podcast. <laughs> she said y'all know who he is. Y'all know who I am. <laughs> anyway, T-J-A-I-Y-E. And uh, T-J-A-I-Y-E.photos on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Well, yes, welcome back to season two of Cross Culture. We took a little three-week break. Season two, technically episode 17, however you count it. Yes, back. yes, we are back. Did, I know you guys missed us. No, they did miss us, Dami. They missed us, because people tuned in on the live. We saw you. So we thank you. you. Yep. So, um, Dami, let us start. Let's so, just jump into it. What is... I'm asking you. Oh, true, true. I'm asking you, girl. <laughs> <All right. laughs> what, what is Cross Culture? What is Cross Culture? Well, for those of you that might have forgotten... Cross culture is basically having two sets of traditions, cultures, styles, heritage in you, um, or more than two, to make one. And this week specifically, we are talking about cross culture in the sense of trying to balance all your love languages, mm. right? All your love languages okay, okay. Um, with old school and new school. I like that. I like that. I like that. But as usual, we know that we always first we always start with our what. Okay. I was like sipping at the moment mm-hmm. I did that. Um, Alright, so we're just going to jump into it And TJA, please feel free to jump in on the hot topic Your oh, opinion sure, sure. is valued I mean, So we're going to start with the, the nonsense and debauchery That Jermaine <laughs> Dupri said oh, About Lord. female rappers right? mm-hmm. We all know how we feel about female rappers right. Up here at Cross Culture Shout out to episode 7 mm-hmm. Um but, you know, Jermaine Dupri was interviewed by People Magazine, and he made a statement saying that, you know, all female rappers sound the same. It sounds like a bunch of stripper rap Yeah, Yeah, he said all they rap about is their pussy and, yeah. um, what, making money or getting money, yeah. just like what they do. And it's like, okay, clearly... Wait, Jermaine Dupri, you of all people should have 
I feel like you research. should like you should know this. You don't even have to do research. You're in this you really position like, in the music industry. You should instantly know who like the hot female hot artists, artists are. Not even just the poppy popping ones like Meg Thee Stallion, whatever. But right. come on, now you trying to say that you don't know that there's legit real talent. First of all, on his little show that he did with the little baby hip hop kids, mm-hmm. wasn't the winner a girl? It was. It was. Was it one um, one of them from Chicago from his past season? That's I think the name is. Her name is uh, Nia K, something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, haven't you, yourself? Exactly. Supposedly. It's so many right. out there, like, Tierra Whack, Rhapsody. Like, it's come on now, so why is this... You know? Uh, why is this news? Like, why is this something? Young M.A., like, people be thinking about Young M.A. Oh, my God. Like, exactly. like they're exactly. so... Even old. Cash Doll does not only rap about Bro, like, stripping. Her new song with Big Sean is not about stripping at all. And let's get all. one thing straight. Meg The Stallion does not rap about stripping. She raps about she finessing. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. To be honest, I feel like the only stripper, stripper, stripper is Cardi. Exactly. Low it's, key. Like, it's only her. Exactly. Yeah. If we want to be honest. Which makes it all... Honestly, I feel like part of... Uh, he's obviously... I don't think that was a very smart comment. I think it was a frankly dumb comment by him. But I don't know why people didn't really call that shit out either. Like, they, they did their whole moderating thing. But you know mm-hmm. it's moderating the whole... Look warm, wishy-washy bullshit. Right, you right. act like you're there, but exactly. they didn't really stop that shit out, and they should have. And it's like, okay, what what um, guy rappers, what do they rap about? Drugs, killing, Molly. getting pussy. It's the same thing. They rap Drugs. about the same thing. Exactly. Drugs. Balance. Drugs. All of them right now. That they're a popping, they, they rap about the same thing. So you should have how that many, same energy for them. How many rapper crews are there that rap literally about the same thing? Young rich niggas, young balling niggas. I be, Girl, like, they have the are, same name. Like, they Seriously. got the same name. All the little babies, the big babies, the, babies, the, the dumb babies. babies, the babies. Like, <laughs> come no, on, we're yeah. not gonna allow him to do that, especially when you need to take care of Bow Wow. How about that? Worry about okay. Shad. Okay. Right. Yep. Worry about his career. Yep. And the I agree. I agree. I was just so disappointed. Of, right. She just blew me too. The brat, and she was like, "Well, you guys should be honored and happy that um, he's even having this conversation." Girl, Girl. Up. like I get riding for whoever the fuck you got to ride for, but like do it, do it with sense. Do like, it with that's sense. my that's my own issue. Like I be having the same issue with like in in their personal reaction uh, relationships too, because people be like, "Oh, you know, that's my friend." First of all, don't don't talk about them. But it's like, no. first of all, if these criticisms are valid, exactly, I'm, I'm gonna need you to take a step back. Like I get you. Not wanting, you know, th- this to go forward or, you know, maybe not wanting people to go in too hard or whatever, but not just saying, oh, don't say that with for no reason. Exactly. They're okay, they're your friend and so. Exactly. We all got friends. Everybody got friends. So why are we talking about anybody? Like, exactly. Get out of here with that. No. Like, call <laughs> a spade a spade. Right. Call let's, a spade Let's be honest with it. Let's be honest. Yeah, you could be real without dissing your friend. You know right. what I mean? Without like, putting your friend out there. You can all say, yeah, you know, they have these uh, so-so-so tendencies or, you know, so-so-so proclivities or whatever, but... And you don't got to go in on them, but like you can, you can't just dismiss it and act like it's not there. Exactly, especially as if it comes up anyway, rapper. right? Right. She, she knows better. I agree. All right, next topic. Oh man, this one is a little sad. Uh, you know, we we care about Black Lives Matter, and one of the um, first Black Lives Matters chants that we all heard mm-hmm. was "I can't breathe." Um, so regarding that case is Eric Garner. So this week, unfortunately, we found out that yet another officer that has committed an atrocious and egregious murder of a black man was not charged. Um, At all. And we heard the sentiments of his daughter, Emerald Garner, on social media as she let us know how she felt. She told us and confirmed with us that she will not rest. She will not stop. I love that she said, I am angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's the whole thing. They don't want us black people to say we're angry or to be emotional in any type of way. Like, we're doing too much. But she was like, no, I am angry, and you guys are not going to shut me up. It's just ridiculous. Like, 
Girl. I agree. Cause I agree. There's this like pressure to be like all in the spotlight and be like, oh, you know, I forgive this person who was wrong me. Nah, exactly. fuck that. Fuck that. I'm yeah. not I'm not forgiving nobody. I lost Especially a family member. What? Killed my dad on camera. On like, camera. Like that's all the evidence. In some you know, in with the headlock that's even illegal in the first like, bro, you're not allowed to do that. This someone died as a result of this illegal act of yours. For selling and you're not only not getting charged. On camera. I'm like, what what more do they need? Still getting a salary. Like and then, that's the thing. If you paid leave. And also her sister died, I think, about two years ago in the midst of this same Going battle, on. Right? Like, and I'm sure it had some physical, psychological effects on her. Of course. Because it's like, this is your father that you that, that happened. I can't even imagine all the stress, the legal stress she was trying to go through to make sure this man is charged. And to have both her father and her sister die at the hands of this same matter and for nothing to happen about it. <sighs> this, we're talking about 2020 elections. This is, this, yeah. is, this is the news we need to talk about. This is part of the country. This is what we are talking about. What are we doing with police officers that um, are disrespecting their badge? My question is, America, what more do you need? Because it's, it's evidence everywhere. You know what I mean? Everyone has their phone out. You see this on TV, social media. We, we clearly see how police are brutally attacking people. Like, they're not even doing anything. Oh, my God. Get out of the car. Get on your knees. I'm going to shoot. And boom. That, that's literally how it happens. It's what more do you need? What more evidence do you need? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. You know? It just shows this whole, this is a whole system against, you know, black people. It really is. Minorities. As everyone <sighs> said, no justice, no peace. So exactly. We stand with you. And that's, that's that on that. Yes. Uh, in other unfortunate black news. What's um, going on? So, uh, Louisiana activist oh, Sadie Lord. Roberts Joseph was um, murdered this week. Now, she is a Louisiana activist that was also, I believe, the first African-American woman to open a museum yeah. mm -hmm. of African-American history. Mm -hmm. yep. Unfortunately, it was revealed that Ron Jermaine Bell, who was another black man, who was a tenant in one of her apartments. Tenant. Um, I will say alleged because it's not been confirmed, but it's highly alleged, was the murderer of this activist. And she was found in her in the trunk of her car. In the trunk. Imagine a whole activist, you know, not saying anyone deserves to die like that anyway, but a whole activist, someone who is, you know, active in her community, who, you know, who has done something, opened a museum, like the first woman to do this, first person to do this, and then she is found suffocated in the trunk of her car by her tenants. We have to do better, black people. We just have to do better. Like, it's just, it's no other, we are already being killed. We are being murdered. Exactly. And I, I being targeted by the system. We're being targeted by the system, and I just can't fathom that. We Why are we targeting ourselves? To do this to mm -hmm. ourselves. She was eighty something. Girl, like she let the lady live the rest of her life. At this point, let her go out. How she gonna go out? That shouldn't have been how she she should have passed away. It's yeah. ridiculous. After doing so much for the cause, anyway. Yeah, in Louisiana, knowing knowing how they did for Louisiana, like it, it's it's crazy. Knowing everything that happened with Katrina, knowing yes. the the history of plantations in, in slavery exactly. in Louisiana. You would kill somebody who was old enough to have lived through that and survived that. I'm not going to lie. I, I really did hope that, you know, the story of her murder was like something else. I did not expect that at all. You know what I mean? Like, I really was, in my head, I'm like, you know, probably just some, um, you know, I'm not, don't let me say too much, but not another black man who's a tenant, okay? Like, oh, Lord. But may she rest in peace. I pray for rest peace and comfort peace. for her family and yeah. friends. Um, and I pray that her legacy, you know, li lives on. 
What do we have next? Girl, you we know, got some bad news. So What's going t- on? We told y'all episode zero. No, episode one. We said we're not going to talk zero about him. Zero and one. We said we're not going to talk about him until something happened. And y'all, the day is here. R. Kelly. R. Kelly is going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Third, I've been, ah, I've been about time. About fucking time. About time. We did, I believe I can fly at my eighth grade graduation. Not eighth grade, I mean, sorry, fifth yeah. grade graduation. And it, it went, especially we did the little drum, mm, little drum right, line version. Right, the drum line yeah. But, um, you know, Robert Kelly. And then, how many videos? Like, over 20 oh, videos okay, that they saw? He that his employees gave in? It's like, first of all, y'all need to go to jail, too. That's they, how they I feel. They do need to go to jail, they too. Do, like, they do, like, They high-key do. Like, why? Now now he's being arrested. Oh, well, he, look, he got more videos. Here, have more. No, the fact that you had access to the videos, you, you knew where they the were. Video. Come on now. Right, you, you saw the videos. videos bro. Like, no, they need to be arrested nah. as well. But, you know, those two girls, um, what's her name? Ezreal and I forget the other one. Jaslyn. Yes, yeah, Jocelyn, that's what Jocelyn. it is. And uh, it's one of them. Their dad, is. he stay on the news. Whenever they have, you know, some whatever going on TV, he's always like, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? But she's right. like, I'm fine. You know where I am. So, okay, that's even good that we have you here, Tyle. As, okay. a, as a man, if you had a daughter, what would you do? Because technically, you know, technically they're grown. They're 22, they're, yeah. 23, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it looked like, I'm not going to say, you know, they haven't had their own psychological whatever. Issues, yeah. But it looked like they're taken care of for mm-hmm. the most part. They stand at Trump mean, Towers. Yeah. So what it, would you if do? It looks like that, but you can, it can look like they're being taken care of. And behind the scenes, a whole lot of other shit can be going on. As we've heard from many stories in the past of, you know, it can be issues of, like neglect, mm-hmm. everything that they show for face. Like mm-hmm. it might, it might not be true. obvious, yeah. but it can be neglect. It can be you know manipulation. They might be you know coerced into saying this shit on in public anyway. That right? is true. They could be holding a whole lot of shit over their heads that they might right. not be at liberty to disclose. Right. But just because they look like it, doesn't mean that um, you know they're they are actually are well off. Exactly. And, yeah. even, and even if they do, they you know even if her, his daughter in her heart of hearts believes that. I mean, you're her father. Like, right. it's still up to you to look out for her, regardless. Like, I, I, she might feel like she, you know, she's good. She, you know, she, we're, we're good over here. Like, you know, she's taken care of. But if you, as her father, don't feel that, you know, that's necessarily the case, I think he has every right to, you know, say that. Hey, you know, I want my daughter to come back. Or, you know, I want my. Daughter I think to do the this question is that you know, you know, I don't know if you watched the whole documentary that the docu series that they. But you know, things that you know, some of these parents were the ones who like. You know, um, introduce your daughters to R. Kelly or had them audition for R. Kelly right, and all right, that kind of stuff because right. they really want their daughters to be famous. And it's mm-hmm. like, when this happens with these two girls, there was already that old news about the sex tape that he did with a 14 year old. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, as That's a parent, yep. no matter how much you really want your child to be a star, so there's, there's already this allegation that, you know, R. Kelly is this and that. Why would you super your, your daughter in that forefront, yeah, in front of this man? That. You know what I mean? I so I think that's also the question, like, okay, well, y'all look, he did introduce, you know, your daughter to this man and blah, blah, Who blah. Who had a reputation already and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like, not, and it's, this is definitely no justification, but I really feel like a lot of these people were, well, I want to I believe that a lot of these parents did this in search of, you know, financial betterment for themselves or for their kids or whatever, which, again, still doesn't justify anything, especially the means don't hardly ever justify the ends, especially mm-hmm. especially not in this, these cases. But, right. like, the fact that a lot of them weren't well-to-do isn't to be overlooked. It's yeah. not, you know, it's of not course. an end-all, be-all. It's not like a, 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 a death sentence. It's not a criminal sentence or anything. 
it's definitely not anything to wipe their slate clean, but it should be something to be taken into consideration as well. It is. Um, but you know what? Before we move away from R. Kelly, I want us also to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know if you guys heard about him. Let's talk about it. He's this, um, like, millionaire shit, billionaire at this point. Okay. Um, he's an American registered sex offender. Okay. Um, and he's, he began his career, like, in finance, so he knows all the top people. Okay. Like, there were allegations in the past that, about his private jet that he had. It was used to um, also, like, traffic, like, young girls and stuff. Oh. Yeah, like, um, and he's friends with Trump, of course, Bill Clinton, and they were known for, like, you know, sex parties. All the top tier. Yeah, so basically there was, like, a party with, like, 30 girls, right? Mm -hmm. No, there were, like, 30 people, and 28 were girls, and the two were him and Trump. What kind of party is that? So basically now, again, you know, he has a whole new court case about molesting, like, a 14-year-old girl and with his jet and all that kind of stuff, and it's like... He beat that first case that he had, okay? They did send him maybe for three months in jail, but he's allowed to go to work six days a week. But of course, you're a white rich man. You're saying you're going to beat the law. So also, another argument is that, okay, everyone is really trying to get R. Kelly to jail. Yes, he needs to go to prison. Like, there's no excuse. But it's the same, we should put the same energy in this rich white man. You know what I mean? Because... They, they legit beat the law. Like, it doesn't even apply to them. They're, they're, he's doing worse than R. Kelly. Worse. Bill Cosby is 80-some years old, rotting in jail, probably going to be in jail for the rest of his life. I'm not excusing Bill Cosby, but I'm just saying, if we had that energy for Bill... That we should have this for everyone. White, black, whatever. You're a child molester, you're a sex offender. There's no way that you should be able to fight, beat the law. Like, why are you... Yeah. Six days... Yeah. Of the week, you're allowed to go to work. Exactly. That ain't no jail sentence. That's you live in your life. That jail? Like, does he get an escort or how does that exactly. work? Like, what? Like, what the fuck? But that's, that's the power that's of money cool. and white skin in America, you know? But yeah, let's move on from this sex offenders. All right, so we are going to talk about Lion King. So, Lion King, the live action is mm-hmm. out. It's and, out. Uh, Queen B dropped an album. Um, and it's called The Gift, well, Lion King, The Gift, mm-hmm. which is basically a separate album from the actual soundtrack mm-hmm. that yep. is inspired by the um, by the film, and it's supposedly a love letter to Africa. Now, if you've listened to it or if you've seen the track list whatsoever, you will notice that a lot of the Africans that are featured on uh, West Africans. Album are mm-hmm. West Africans. Nigerians and Ghanaians specifically. Nigerians Pretty Ghanaians, much, yeah. uh, maybe a couple of, you know, Senegalese. I think some uh, New Guinea people are on there. But mostly Nigerians. We're 95%, 98%. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the East Africans ain't having it because they feel excluded, especially since Lion King as a film is set in East Africa. In Kenya. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel that though I'm not even gonna dismiss it You know I think it is valid And you know Let's even be real Anything regarding Africa I think we immediately think About West Africa You know what I mean And mm-hmm. yes Nigeria is the most Popular populous. country And populous country In, in, in Africa in That's Africa that's period. point black period And everything You know what I mean second, So Second most black people In the world Exactly don't, don't, don't Exactly Exactly So boom That's one thing right there But of course Relating to like Arts and media All that kind of mm-hmm. stuff Especially this Lion King I definitely do feel like East Africans Heck, South Africans, like especially if you want to yeah. call it a whole uh, Africa, like a letter to Africa as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she could at least found one artist from each. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. East, West, South. You know what I mean? She should have found at least one. So I definitely do get the argument. And then it was in Kenya too. So it, it does kind of make it seem like, girl, you really did not do your complete research, even though you did do a good job by including Africans and not, you know, trying to make your own interpretation. You legit had Africans artists make their own music, which is okay. awesome. But I think I do feel the whole argument about the East Africans being excluded. I'm gonna speak the opposing view. Yep, I feel yep. like Beyonce used this as an opportunity to make her Afrobeat album. Ah! For real, do you 
bad album. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But it's like, even the whole, you know, even the based off the, the movie, mm-hmm. I didn't really get that vibe, in all honesty. And I know. I mean, Lion, Lion King, King is definitely no Afrobeat vibe. You know what I'm saying? I no. know Lion King. This ain't uh-huh. no based off Lion King film. It's like, it's an Afrobeats album. Yeah. Like, you went and got Burner Boy, Tiwa, Wiz Kid, Mr. Easy. You got the top Shata names. Wale. She did. You got everybody that was nominated for a BT Award. She did. Said, she right, did. We, we in here. That's what you did. So she did. I'm not gonna snap. She did. But I, I don't think it's exactly what you were trying to do. Like I don't think it has anything truthfully to do with the movie. I, I actually, I feel like I disagree with both of you, and it's hard. Oh. But like I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle because okay. To be honest, the the argument of the East African exclusion. In regards to you know the their, their presence on the album anyway is definitely a point to be made, but I feel like another point, which you know full disclosure was has been made many times before now, especially on Twitter, is that East Africa and South Africa, like both of them collectively, have been the white man's favorite for mm. a while now. Like no, that lot, is fact. That's that is true. fact. Like a lot of people have pointed out that you know the, you know the Serengeti, a lot of a lot of the Sahara, like all, all a lot of the safaris that are touted as you know these things to do when you go to Africa. That is you know, the true. I'm sorry, can I cut you off real quick? A quick example. I I went to some rooftop um, last year, I think it was for my birthday, and it was this white man. You know, it was a bunch of us in Nigerians. And he's like, oh, you guys are from Africa? Then he's like, yeah, I've been to Africa. He was saying he's been to Africa, and I, you know, he's been to... You know, he's been to Ethiopia mm-hmm. and everything. He's like, the women are so beautiful. I'm like, oh, you've not been to any country in West Africa. He's like, West Africa scares me. And I'm just like, why? Because we darker? Why, like, but that makes your point. You know, they're all white men's favorite. Continue. Sorry. Right. So, and a lot of West Africa didn't really start getting international shine, international shine until like maybe the past, what? Yeah. 10, 15 years? Yeah. Maybe 20. 20 is even a stretch, but like, I'll give it to him. Right. That, this, is all, this is all new. Like, Afrobeat success and... Afrobeat's, uh, you know, overwhelming success as far as their artists and music going global. Yeah. You know, going to, you know, the UK and freaking, right. yeah. know, the Dutchland and, you mm-hmm. know, the sky, all, all of that stuff. This is all, this is all new. It feels like you're being overwhelmed with it or over, I want to put overwhelming closer. Like, it feels like you're being, like, constantly bombarded with it. But right. this is all only as you were growing up. For, like, you're everything right. as far as, as bef- any time before we were born pretty much, Nigeria wasn't part of it. It wasn't, wasn't you know, the, the in place, the in thing. Nigerian music wasn't the end thing. It wasn't something to be touted with. And another thing to be considered is that even though she, you know, this is supposed to be like, you know, you know, a gift, uh, uh, a celebration, uh, yeah. you know, all, all of this stuff, mm-hmm. she still got to like make money. And of course. You, 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 you got to. Like, of course. So Nothing I have for saying free. that there's like, I don't know if these are like, you know, overwhelmingly held views, but saying that there shouldn't be Nigerians on it when... Nollywood and the Nigerian Nollywood is the third largest like, movie come industry. Come on, bro. Yeah. Like, it's Hollywood. No, it's Bollywood, sorry. Then Hollywood. Then Hollywood. Like, come on. Yeah. Or it's like one of them. It's like, those are those, those are shot the top three. Anyway, there's got to be some kind of commercial success behind it. Like, you can't just make an album to flop. Like, this, uh, I'm sure you guys can all tell that there was a whole lot of money put into this. Into the production. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Pulling all these artists together, like freaking A and R. I don't even know. What, I want to know what her budget was because being yeah. able to get Ooh, all yeah. these people together and like agree to to whatever terms that they agreed to, like and this shoot shit ain't videos. easy. Right, the shoot video, this shit ain't easy, and it costs money. It so does. It, it does. Money. money. Like, it does. It does. Come on. But I like it overall. I think it's a good thing. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, like you know, all all bias aside, it's a great album. Um, but you know, we just gotta speak our piece. We're we are here, we the media, we the truth, y'all listen to us. <laughs> so we have to say what it is. Um, 
But y'all know Okay What part is coming next Let's get into the topic Oh wait no oh, I'm right. sorry The Olodo right yeah. I jumped uh-huh. My bad oh, My you bad know, Y'all ain't heard the drop in the wild So I'm gonna give it to y'all Olodo Ah oh, damn Goofa us Olodo of the week now, this man is an Olodo in general. He all over every day of his life. And unfortunately, he is the ruler of the free world. Oh. <laughs> ruler. It is the current commander-in-chief, Donald Trump. Now, if you haven't heard another in his latest rants of xenophobic tweets, he was calling out a bunch of congresswomen and told them to go back where you came from. Go back. In more recent news, in his latest Trump rally, I like to call them KKK meetings. And that's what they are, honestly. you know, everybody calls them what they are. He targeted a U.S. representative and congresswoman, Ilan Abdullah Omar. Mm -hmm. Now, Senator Ilan Abdullah Omar is a representative from Minnesota. She is Somali by, um, you know, descent. Yeah. Birthright. Mm-hmm. However, she is an American citizen. She is. Now, in his KKK mm-hmm. rally, they thought it would be cute to say, send her home. And send they kept on chanting home. that. And you don't know how racist that is and you how you're promoting hatred. Of course, he was just like, you, did nothing to you know, spoil, those are weird faces he makes. Like, yep. Trump really be like, I with the mob, I with the gang. What you thinking? Like, <laughs> whenever he's at a rally and they start their their racism and all of that, mm-hmm. their hatred, he just sit there like, well, I didn't say it, they did. Exactly. Like, that's what the people want. Make America great again. Ugh, it's, so, it's horrible. Trump, listen, time's about to be up on Trump, which is just another reminder. 2020 elections are coming up, people. Make sure you do what you have to do to continue. Get this man To get him out office. of here. Everybody Please. has to vote. Get I don't out. care. I don't care if the person... I don't care if you wanted Hillary and she's not on the ticket. I don't care if you wanted Bernie and he don't make it or Joe Biden and he don't make it or Kamala. I don't just care. Just get this man out. We just got to get him out. We need to have that mentality. He is... Uh, he is something else. And it's like, you know, there was an argument about, you know, how... His wife, they, it was she became a citizen not so long ago. This she's not American, so it's kind of like, okay. how about let your wife go back too, okay? Right, tell Melania to go back where she came. Like, what does she do? What what does she do? Like, we don't know. I don't know Jack about her. What are her right? Her stand? What does she stand for? What are her morals and values? What campaign is she like behind? What exactly. is? What does she what work is her on? Campaign what is as it a, as a first, first lady? lady? What is it about? Is it about education, women's right? She what said is it? Social bullying, social media bullying. By oh, because people. Well, are, I, haven't, but I haven't seen any any <laughs> any advocacy for it. I haven't right. seen it. Any outreach? Any philanthropy or nothing? Like, general organized. You just see her being mad with her husband. Like, that, that's all we see. We see that oh, little, little nuggets of oh. Maybe maybe they're fighting. Who gives a fuck if they're yeah. fighting? Like, like, what's that got to do they with They're not here talking about free ASAP. Well, I guess free ASAP. But still. No, uh, whatever, man. That, no! <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, that nigga can... I'm sure you guys have seen his comments on oh, Twitter yeah. that came up recently. And it's like, if you got somebody that can make like this, like, if he gets out, you know, cool. I'm not going to say this is sending back. But, at, like, at the end of the day, it's like, look. You sound like you can take care of yourself. When, when we were talking about these issues before, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they come relative into you, man, you get what you get. If, if people get him out, Ooh. then they're great for him. But like, As our favorite I'm not gonna coon, be mad if they don't. Our favorite coon, Kanye West, said, "Even if you got a Bentley, you still a nigga in a coon." In a coon. At, at the end of the day. And at the end of the day. That's it. That's our hot topics for I, you guys. 
we're going to jump into our topic of the day, right? So remember I told y'all it's about, you know, understanding love languages and bringing some of that past and new type stuff together. So our topic for this week is dating in the social media era. Mm-hmm. You know, and you talking to a bunch of hot girls and hot boys right now, so we and have our own boys. thoughts. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We have our own thoughts. As mm-hmm. you know, we have our thoughts on the thoughts. On the thoughts. Wow. Our, thoughts oh, 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 oh. <laughs> listen, y'all. My mama listened to this. I ain't no thought. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, allegedly. Allegedly, so sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Depends on my mood, okay? So let's get into it. Let's, let's start with this, the general, all right? Okay. So, general question. Is it easier or harder dating with the social media era? I think social media makes things easier. It gives you easier access. You know, nowadays, everything's all technology. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's working. Everyone's doing this. You know, sometimes you don't have a time to really go out there and really, like, mingle and, you know, go to some networking or social, whatever. Not everyone likes going to the club to meet people, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you have social, whether it's Instagram, I mean, there's all these dating apps, too, you know? It is easier to be like, oh, you find some chick or some guy you feel and you think they're cute, you like what they're about. Right. Oh, hey, I think you're cute. Well, you know, can we get to know each other? It makes things way easier. That's what I think. What do y'all I'm think? looking at Tyler. Honest, I think that, hear, hear me out, I, think, I don't think anything has changed. Okay. And I, I say In this what because sense? There are a lot of things that were uh, not, not wrong, but like there, there are a lot of things that people just not, kind of took for granted that was already the status quo as far mm-hmm. as dating before. Like, you know, you go to like a bar or coffee shop or whatever, you know, meet someone there or, you know, whether it be on the street, all of these things. You shop meet someone outside typically, you know, in person, some kind of in-person interaction. You, you know, get their number, email, yeah. whatever the hell it is you need to do to get some correspondence going. And you guys would go back and forth and, you know, the relationship or lack thereof would start from there. And one thing that social media has done has they've eliminated the need for that. Mm. So you don't have to meet someone in person before, you know, you can start up a connection. Right. You can, you know, meet people on Twitter. On right. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Instagram. I think it's it's a little bit of both. Like, it's, yeah. it depends on how, how you use, whether, you know, you're... You allow yourself to be, you know, taken advantage through there, or not allow yourself. Let me, let me, let me, let me Whether you know you're just, you know, prudent in how it is you're using these platforms, but yeah. there are a lot of things that. So it is definitely social media has made that easier, but it's also made it harder in the sense that I feel like a lot of people's, um, whether it's interpersonal skills or just ability to actually connect with people, the fact that for some people, the fact that you're only ever on your phone or like on your laptop or you know, essentially doing this through some kind of device and not necessarily in person or yeah. working on these skills that you need in person to like help foster yeah. at some point you know a kind of long term relationship I agree that makes those kind of skills harder it makes it does it's personal skills period even outside of yeah. the context of a relationship and then you meet harder. them you're like damn like, this is how you are right like, yeah. can, so sure you might be able to keep make people laugh and you know Kiki you know you might have a, a strong connection just cause you guys have spoken through the phone but if that's the majority of the way that you're connecting with people in general, not even like love interests. Yeah. I, I feel like it, on some level, detrimentally affects whether you can, you know. That's absolutely right. Person, you're like, right. All of that stuff. And so it's it's like it's a double-edged sword. And and so at the end of it, like when I when I look at all these things together, I don't really think a whole lot has changed. I think the the issues that we had with dating before, where it was always sometimes it's hard to get out there and you know, oh just to meet to people. Uh huh. Sure, that's not there anymore. But like at the end of the day. At the end of the day, uh, there's also pitfalls that come with the whole social media era of dating as well. Like whether you're using Bumble, LinkedIn, uh, well, not LinkedIn. I was going to say, people be dating on LinkedIn, people, No, they do, though. They do. Like, they shoot their shot on LinkedIn. Low-key, though. I've had someone send me a like message, on yeah. on Tinder and all these other apps, sure, they, they, it makes access easier. But yeah. 
to what to like to what end to what detriment? So question. Um. So do you do you use dating apps? Have you used I, dating apps? Personally, I've downloaded it. I've, I don't think I've actually used it before. I've oh, done so it you've not done the swipe no. white, swipe right, swipe white, no, swipe left. No, I haven't. But like, I've, I've, it's been spoken about enough. Like, I know pretty much what's going on. Like, what, I, which like, apps did you download? It was just, it was Tinder. And you never used yeah. it. I never used you it. You didn't post no profile, nothing. Nope. Why you got on your phone then? I just wanted to see what it was. This is when, it, when people when it first came out. Like I wanted to see what people. So were talking okay, about. so okay. Now let's talk about social media because we know that you're active on social media. Right. Yeah. Do you have you hit up or do you hit up babes on social Slide media? So yeah. To and be honest, style? I I wonder about how it is that a lot of guys have success with this. As far as people that they oh, don't you've know not at had all. success in it. No, I don't do it. Oh, okay. No, I don't do it. Not okay. not with people that like I don't know at all because. I just, I just find okay, it Okay, you weird. have to already know yeah, them like, before you even try to... on some level, right. at the very least. Like, so I can see, you know, befriending or quote-unquote befriending, like, you know, following new people or, you know, meeting new people eventually. All that's cool, but, like, just some random random or essentially random person right off the rip, just sliding in, like, hey, I'm trying to make you my girl, that's... I don't know how I would pull that off. That's not I something I mean, of that course, you want to start immediately... Well, there are some creeps. There's some niggas who do that. that do? Like, I be hearing this, and I'm like, yeah, how does yeah. this work for you? Like, what kind of batting average do you have that you're still doing this? I <laughs> know, <laughs> for real, because, like... So, for me, I feel like dating and social media, it has its ups and downs. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, so the initial part of, like, trying to find somebody... Tinder and stuff. So, I've, I've done a couple things. We I've did this Tinder. experiment to be on Tinder. I've done mm-hmm. Soul Swipe, which is like the black Tinder. I've oh, never shit. done Bumble. See, I, I, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's cool. Like, I've met a couple of different dudes or whatever. But I'm a girl, so things are different for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even but on, like, actual Instagram, Twitter and stuff, I feel like it's a no-go on that. Because it's like I follow and people follow me that I actually know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's sliding a DM, it's like, ah. So, yeah, what's your experience right, right, right. like with the dating social media? How is it? You know, you know, do you have a, a certain standards with how you want to be approached on dating apps? Like how they should say hello or like, my, you know what I mean? standard is the same all the time. Like, approach me with the respect. Don't ever come at me like, you like, know, like, hey, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I think that that's the problem with dating on social media is that we see so much... So much of the Instagram models, they just kind of solicit themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It it makes guys feel like they really are just grocery shopping for women. And it's like, I can just say whatever, do whatever to women, right? Um, But on the other side of that, like, so if you're in an actual, like, relationship, I feel like social media has, like, enhanced that, right? Because I know so many people, even from my own experience, where... It helps with the long distance sometimes because sometimes it's even just like sending memes to each other Absolutely, all day yeah. that kind of keeps the interaction yeah. going yes, or like yeah. you know gifts just to be funny or just like look at this tweet or something like that like it always starts a conversation i will say that about social media like it, it kind of buffers the conversation whereas yeah. before people really had to develop personalities yeah. and i think that that's where people struggle and then that's when when you meet in person it's like all right, we don't have this meme to laugh right, about. Right, so. you know. So you got to talk about real shit. Not, yeah. Well, I mean, let me not say real shit because I don't want to discount the stuff that we do talk about over social media, but it's like there there are other... That's not the end all be all. Like, exactly. You got to be a well more well-rounded person because exactly. at some point, you're going to show your ass. Like exactly. if, if these are things that you're not working on, if it's not, or it's things that you yeah. struggle with, I, I guess naturally, then... You, like like I said, you're gonna show your ass. Like, exactly. I also did the Tinder thing because I know we did it at the same time. By right? the way, I'm not knocking Tinder or whatever at all. I'm just like I I don't really know how I. Would yeah, I, I, I get it. It's definitely whack for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So okay. me and Dan were like, right. okay, let's let's try this Tinder thing and see how it goes. Let's see what it's about. You know, the whole swipe right, left thing. I mean, it's it's and to, for me. The first little second, minute, you know, it was entertaining because you, you just swipe and you see different people, you know. But I think, you know, as black girls, too, like, 
to know you know it also works where you are depends on the demographic your neighborhood you know so then that's the type of guys you see now I live on the north side of Chicago and it's so it's just white guys I ain't gonna think it's white guys but it's not white guys I'm attracted to you know if I were to use it I feel like it would probably be one of those like oh when I'm when I'm out of town for a couple of days and like and trying to meet somebody true true I feel like that's the that's the only situation where I could. Not even use it, but like I guess that that would be more. That would give you more of a reason. Yeah, more to of a use reason it. to use it rather than I'm just chilling in my living room type thing. Like, I'm bro, trying to. Yeah, I I, I feel you. you are, but you know the whole thing about know. Tinder. People say it's like, oh, Tinder is to have sex. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's kind of like okay, I'm not on I that. I'm not finding that. someone to have sex with. But I have read and seen stories of people that they do meet on Tinder or they meet on Facebook, whatever, and they yeah, do end up getting that. married. And especially if like, you know, I know that I need to go out more, you know. But if I'm not, you know, during the week, I'm, you know, I'm gonna work all day, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me even try to put myself more out there. You know, there are this dating sites. Why not? But it's like Tinder. It definitely is a lot about. It's really about physical. sex. It is, you know it's what I mean. You, were, you know, the, ca- the conversation be dead. Say, like. I will say that Tinder is a confidence booster. Loki, okay, that's true. Booster, that's right? true. That's, that's true. That's true. Like, 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 even okay, because I even had this conversation with my brother where it's like, from a guy's perspective, he's okay. like, man, I hate when girls use the term "slid" in my DM because then it makes it seem like I wanted something from you, like okay. I was trying to get at you versus me like literally messaging you just to say it could be that up. though. You know it it could saying? be like, that you want yeah, something from me. Exactly. It's both. It's both. It's both, right? But he's like, but when this term "slid" in the DM, you make it seem like I was instantly attracted to you or something. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. And, like, and it do be like that though. You do be it's not a A lot of times, but sometimes what if you just see somebody yeah. vibe, right? Like like say I saw TJ and I'm like, oh, you take a lot of pictures and I just message him like, oh, you're really into photography. What kind of camera? That's do you the thing. Use? It depends on the content. It depends it on the, the conversation. But, how are you starting with? A lot of people would just say, oh, he slid in my DM. Just that's a casual. It. That's like, true. That's true. I agree with that. I agree with that. So weak. Like it's it's so infinite. Because I'd be like, not just. Offer it, but when people are like, oh, so 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 in my DMs, whether it's a random conversation, whether I know the person that's speaking or that they're speaking about or not, mm-hmm. and then I see them going to it, and they're like, oh, they just said this one thing, and it's like, bro, are you re- so that's what you termed as splitting? Like, are you not aware of the history exactly. of this term? Or like, yeah, like, I feel you. Deal with us, like, come yeah, on, exactly. Come on. So that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, so it's like all a confidence booster because even the thing, the thought of somebody sought you out, finding you attractive, you out, yeah. Like, on Tinder, no, no lie, you swipe somebody that you thought you were interested in, then it gives you that, oh, you match. Oh, it gets yeah, you the match. super like you're like, so ooh. Like, yeah, you thought I was cute too, though. So it's like, like, What's up? like, yeah. Oh, they super like you. Like, oh, you think I'm. Cute, cute. Like you super like me. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally like matched uh-huh. with somebody that I knew from like middle school and we used to like really be hate at each it. other. Like, when we were kids, we used to go at it. All so the now time. you want me, huh? So now, now like, you like we match, and that was like the first thing that we said to each other. So it's like, oh, wait, so Loki doesn't oh, mean that y'all Loki did like each other in middle school. That's why you guys were going at it. I don't know what that means. All I know is he developed. So <laughs> she said he developed, and you and you developed too. Puberty happened. So, but. You know, but yeah, so it's just kind of like, oh, okay, because I think that's just the instant connotation, like, oh, you know, you find me attractive. So on social media, do you guys, do you guys feel like it's possible to have other attractions, right? Like, are you attracted to somebody's day-to-day life? Like, say, like, there's somebody that travels all the time, so that makes you oh, yeah. more. Totally. You know uh, that's, that's, I feel like that's what social media is about. It's about you see whatever the post, you like it, whether it's. They travel all the time, or they post the kind of cars they drive, or the kind of outfit they wear, or you just like the way they look. It's all about what attracts you to them, and it could be their day-to-day life. I don't say that term that as attraction. I'd be like, that, that's an interest, or that interests mm. me about you, but I don't know if that would necessarily, at least the travel for the traveling example anyway, I don't know if that would 
attract me to the person. Of course, like, yeah. I guess more like some more, I guess, personally connected things, like maybe your style or like, yeah. you know, your face, body type, mm-hmm. those, those are the, the, the bread and butter of, of, of attraction, but maybe, you know, it could be your voice or, you know, how it is, how, it, you know, not to be a head ass or whatever, but like, you know, how it is you think, <laughs> how it is you, you, you decide to view the world. Those are things that, at least for me anyway, those, those are some of the things that I can definitely see would end up attracting me to someone. And uh, I, I definitely see where you're coming from where you said the whole, like, uh, day-to-day life, or rather what Erica said, day-to-day life. But, like, that's just something I'll be like, oh, you know, this person, they, they seem like cool people. Versus, right. like, yeah. oh, I don't want to get to know them for that, you know, based off of that reason. So I was listening to Lip Service one day, and um, they were talking about is social media dating comparable to blind dating, right? Like in the older days when it's like, like it. when it's kind of like you just meet somebody without really knowing them, but there or is social media like an intermediate because you see their picture, it totally you see is. their life. I think it is because honestly, this summer. So I think some, this summer's first time I said I've really like been dating and like dating mm. different people and going now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and dating for me, dating uh-huh. means you get to know people. <laughs> Hell no. Okay, but you know, just going out and meet people. And honestly, all my dating was based off social media. I met one guy from Tinder. We went on a few dates. Dope. Another one was, I think two other ones were like from, legit was Instagram. Like, oh, hey, da da da, like how you look, woo, woo, and let's, you know, exchange numbers. And, you know, and I enjoyed the dates with those people. Mm-hmm. Luckily, so, they're decent people. Question, did you like, do you have like mutual friends with these people or how did you guys end up, like for, for the Instagram one anyway, like, that's, that's, that's what I'm interested that's in. That's a yeah. very good question. You know how sometimes you and someone, you guys do have mutual friends, but it's not like you have mutual friends in person. You know what I mean? What, what you mean? Like, they like okay, yeah, we might follow the same people, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know how you know, know them, but it's not like, oh, I'll be with your friends. Like, it's not like me and, like, I know you kind of thing, right, and then right. you know him. Okay. You guys may follow each other on social media, but it doesn't mean y'all know oh, each other. Oh, so it's like you guys are all yeah. in, the same, in the same boat. Yeah, so shit. like, oh, okay. I, I see that, okay, we may have maybe like three, four mutual friends, you know what I'm right. saying? But I know you're not really close with them because okay. they have, you know. The same way I'm not really close same to them. Way. You know okay. what I'm saying? Cool. And I've cool. low key haven't even seen you anywhere, G. No right. party, no whatever. So it's like, oh, out of random. I'm like, oh, so what made you That's hit me crazy, up on social yo. media? He, he was like, no, it didn't even be like that. People be shooting they do. Shot, For me, like, it's just all about your approach. If you approach me course, in a like, you know like, a certain way, then I'm not gonna respond. And I'm, not I think to, I'm like, nice on social all, media. You know, too. I'm, not, I'm definitely not uppity about this because there've been times when I did do it, but like having it be like rising up to the occasion versus having it be. My modus operandi, though I feel like those are two different things. Like I, I might in, in the moment feel like you know what, fuck it. Like I'm going for this, whether I get it or right. not. Like you know, we in there, or like I'm, I'm gonna try and be in there. But like having that be the go-to, I'm like, damn, nigga. Like y'all, like, really this is just, what this is this your is main you form, like, this is, this your is, means of. And there's some dudes that you know that's their life. Like they shoot shots all day. Like right. And do you think the expectation with Field social media on the ground, but like right. they're still out here? I, I I respect it. I respect it. Do you think the expectation with social media dating is different? You know, do you feel like if people hear you up on social media, it's like naturally or maybe more about sex compared to if you do meet someone in person mm-hmm. and you guys do, you know, build a genuine, like, in-person connection? I think guys will be guys regardless. You okay. No shade. But guys will be guys fact, yeah. regardless. Whether they see you in person or they see you on the on the, on yeah. the feed. Yeah. 100%. I feel like that's the safest assumption to make, like, almost all the time. Yeah. Like, if anything... Assume you will, that. I feel like you'll see that you'll see that someone's not about that or is not about just that mm-hmm. over time. But like, yeah. I wouldn't be mad if somebody assumed that right off the bat. Well, as far as like, if I just wanted to, you know, I, I yeah. met you or slid in your DMs today, and I'm like, hey, 
let's go get drinks tomorrow. You know, next okay, you trying to get some ass, it's obviously. Like, yeah. I, no, 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 no. I'm saying I wouldn't be mad if somebody assumed that. that. And yeah. this is, as you said, it is saying safe to assume that. Yeah, right. Like I, I'm not going for to sit up here in front and be like, oh, you know, oh guys, you know, angels, and we you know we're out here looking for you. No. Ah. I mean, come on. So y'all, what are some signs to y'all that somebody is catfishing? Oh, uh, I, I, I haven't had that, that experience. <laughs> right, <laughs> but you gotta pay attention. But like, yeah. girl, I think I said it in the group, right, girl? Uh, one of my pages, you right? Um, so some random person, he had like a white man's profile picture. Oh yeah, he, he sent me a message like, oh, are you interested in being a sugar baby? I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play along with this. Okay. I'm like, yes, I am interested. You know, he's talking about his divorce, he blah, 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 whatever, whatever. All this story. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to follow him. His page was locked. That's one. But his profile picture was some white man in a, you know, on a boat, whatever. I'm like, this is, okay. I, I, you know, um, requested to follow him. I'm looking, okay. His first picture that it is for the white man. I'm Uh scoring down. I'm seeing some African ass. Like, oh, cool. gee, like, I'm just like, like then I said, I sent the picture. I'm like, oh, who is this? He said, oh, that's my family. I'm half African. Oh, half really? African. You think you're trying half to. Half African. Yes. yes. I'm just, oh, you trying to catfish me. Talking about, oh, I'm from fucking um, Tunisia or some stuff. Tunisia. Don't play me because this is definitely some Igbo man on your phone. Right. <laughs> on your page. That's enough. <laughs> yes. Don't try to play me. And he tried to throw out the country. He thought you were not. Yes. He Girl, he did. And I'm just like, wow. I'm like, you're an idiot, you know? And I instantly just, just you know, left off the group mess, the message, you know? But definitely catfish. You just have to... And do y'all, do you guys watch the show Catfish? I watched it originally. I stopped because it became too repetitive. Okay. But it's ridiculous how people legit be catfish. And like how people are legit into catfishing Bruh. people. Because it's easy to fall in love. See, that's the thing that we don't talk about on a psycho, uh, psycho and not analytical level. Like, it's very easy to fall in love. You talk, you literally think about it. When we start talking to people, it'd be like, what? We texting consistently mm-hmm. for two weeks. Oh, I'm feeling him. I'm feeling her. That's all it takes, bro. It is. We yeah. talking. He sent me good morning text. We text throughout the day. Good morning, beautiful. Every morning. We, we send each other memes. Mm-hmm. Bam. Two, if, you, if you do that two weeks consistently, y'all talking. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's it. And then you you into it. So imagine if people really be texting this heavy. Like, and mind you, time go by. And you like just, you, you never like see each other. Right? You never do stuff. You mean there's like sexual interest with this, right? Yeah, Cause, like because you, you could just be doing all this and be cool with someone too. Exactly. Just for like just for the record, I feel I feel anyway. Exactly. And it's definitely happening with me. And you know, eventually that situation it will lead did to later that. on. Yeah, did. exactly. But I'm not saying it inherently does. Like you, you guys can just be cool. Like me and the person were cool for a while. It eventually developed into something else, and now it's nothing. But like I'm saying, it can be it can be yeah. it, can just, it can just be nothing. We can just be all being cool, like getting to know each other. Because obviously you're gonna have to do these things. This is, this is how you know what makes a person tick, like what their interests are. Yeah. Yeah. What aren't like exactly. all of this stuff, like it's through stuff like this. That's exactly. how we're doing it in this day and age, and you know, there's no problem with it, or whatever. But so, question do you yeah. think social media makes things move faster? You know, if you met someone on social media, y'all start so. texting through you know, social media, like does it make things move faster than compared to if you didn't meet this person in you know, in mm. person and you guys have to set up Rather, dates well, and what kind like of I stuff? Could, I can understand people feeling the pressure for that, but I don't think it has to. And okay, and one thing I, I feel like a lot of people need to remember or realize is that. You are the one that's gonna like it's you primarily, but ideally both of you. You mm. primarily will set the set terms the for yeah. however this is gonna go. Like I don't feel like you gotta move at a certain pace or you know tick these check boxes off or have these milestones achieved by whatever point in time. Like no, if you wanna like be engaged in the next year and a half, that's on you. Yeah. If you don't wanna go on any dates without having or you know having met the person prior, that's mm-hmm. on you. Like oh, these are true. these are all things that that's you can true. decide on your that's own. True. That's true. So I agree. um. 
I'm gonna ask yeah. one more good question because I know you gotta go. Yeah. Um, oh ghosting. Go. It's, it's How do you feel about ghosting? Have you ever ghosting. ghosted? Would you ever ghost somebody? I feel like maybe. In and like, give your definition <laughs> of ghosting with social I, media. I'm gonna start off with that. I'm gonna start. So ghosting, <laughs> I feel like, would be to literally just stop responding to anything out of nowhere. Yeah. Damn. So that's cold. There's, there's a, right. And cold. I feel like it didn't know it is. And but some people term ghosting as oh. Uh, we both stop talking, and and then they they want to play the victim, and be like, oh, you ghosted me. No, no, that's not it. If you no. you, there has to be some kind of not some kind of. There has to be a definite definite effort to reach out on on the person who's claiming they got ghosted. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't just say, oh, yeah. like I just never heard from them. No, then you weren't ghosted. Y'all yeah. both shut the fuck up and like. That's y'all fell off. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Have you ghosted anyone though? Like you I legit like stop responding to their messages. In my more irresponsible yeah, well, past, I, no, I have, I have, I have. I'm not so gonna lie. Okay. My, but not no no time recently. Not what was your reason for ghosting someone? Though? I just wasn't feeling it no more. Like oh. they, they, they know how to talk, like hold a freaking conversation. It be seeming like they didn't want to be there half the time. Like I'm like, bro. So is it better to ghost someone and just stop talking to them or like, say, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? It's cool chatting with you, but you know what? Let's just. Let's that's just what I. That's what I do now. That's what I. I'm like, you know what? Like. I don't if if I don't feel it was cool, I'm not gonna say it was cool chatting with you. I'm gonna just be like, you know what? I don't think we should, you know, keep it going. You know, I'm not really feeling this. Mm-hmm. Or I might even, you know, as a as a, I don't know if it's a courtesy, half courtesy. I might ask like, hey, I don't know if you're feeling this, but to be honest, I'm not. You know, for oh, okay, so maybe I might say for so so so. I mean. Why yeah, yeah. I would prefer, That's the best I would way prefer yeah. you hurt my feelings a little bit than to ghost me because ghost. I'm not saying it to hurt your feelings, but, but no, right. but it's like right. I prefer like if I get my feelings hurt right. by what you said versus just ghosting. Because you know what guys tend to do? Guys tend to ghost you and then come back later. And how do you guys I, girl, come how do you guys define ghosting? Exactly what, exactly you, said. what you said. Like, right? if we were in a conversation and I'm hitting you up and you just stop responding. Stop responding. And, and I'm the period. kind of type yeah. that I'll probably hit you up one time and be like, hey, everything okay? Because, you know, I try not to jump conclusions. You know, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe he's busy or the death in our family or he was sick. So I'm going to check up on you at least right. okay. Hey, you okay? Woo-woo? And then you don't respond. I want me to have equal. That's but it. I, I, Damn. No, I'm not. Because you do, do you do get a, a sense or a feeling when someone is low key. Ghosting, yeah, ghosting you, you feel it. And it low key, it low key start with a process too. Sometimes it's immediately like sharp. You had nothing. Yeah, Sometimes it is gradual. Like okay, he's slower to respond, right. or then it becomes one word messages. Some then you're like, then they stop. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is that ghosting though? To fade you're slowly out. ghosting. To, fa- uh, to fade out is different than out. ghosting. For me, like, ghosting yeah. is literally just like, sharp, that's like it. boom. Like when we you become just, a ghost, like, like you just, we were just <laughs> talking. You were there and now you're not. Like, no, it's okay. I've, I've been ghosted, G. I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of a place that hurt. Oh, I'm like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell no. Nah, no. You were interested, Daddy? No, G. No, because he was Dudes, we have to And you know what? In my you right. Every time I've been ghosted, they come back a couple months later. They obviously do. Ooh, okay. No, they are. Listen, <laughs> guys always come back. Uh, if, whether they're a boy, guys, no, guys whether it was a, 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 a drunk night, back. whatever, they're going to come back. Guys are boomerangs. They That's always. Yes. I mean, based come on our experiences. Well, I can't relate to that. So um, when you gone, you gone. I'm gone. No, niggas, I made up my mind that I'm going. Like, that means I'm not trying to talk to you no more. Like, <laughs> No, what? If it gets to the point where, I, like, if it got to the point, I should say that I was ghosting. No, I'm not coming back. What for? What? I feel. You. But okay, oh. what's your ghosting story though? What were you gonna say? I've been ghosting different times. So okay, one situation, <laughs> we cool. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> everything happening, I'm we crying. talking, we interested. We okay. even met up once or twice. Cool. We text him. That's how you just never hear from them again. 
just boom. Boom, it. like you before you know it, you start seeing too much blue. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Like damn, I've just been sending messages like, upon messages. Yeah, like, oh, you got me. As the days up. go by, you say, huh? He never even responded. Never. Like, ah, it's okay. Damn. But they always come back like two months later. Like, That's, oh hey, like, how you doing? Like, I've been up? busy. Oh, uh, what's Ben's favorite line? I have things going on in my life. Yeah, I've been too busy, man. I've been going man, work. Some stuff. Boy, I, I know your schedule. I've school, been on your schedule. School Don't even is hard. As if we didn't go to school. School is hard. Girl. Work. Anyway. Mm. Tyler gotta go, y'all. Tyler gotta go. It's been, it's been amazing having him with us on the podcast. It's been great to be here. Thank you so much. We hope you had fun. I did. I did. I definitely did. Yay. Yes. Come back soon. So feel free to promote this on your page uh, that you were a will. guest mm-hmm. on Cross Culture and this is your favorite podcast, My right? Favorite podcast. Book yeah, me, guys, he's a book great photographer. Me. Not, yes. not for, for real, book me though. Like, oh, jokes aside, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, should we let you go before we get into our next topic? Yeah, or, uh, we'll let him go, and then we're gonna get into our next. So TV. All right. Are we doing Black Excellence before TV? Oh yeah, we usually do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I guess I'll start. All right. Um, my black excellence is the talented Miss Ava DuVernay. Awesome. Um, she leads with 16 Emmy nominations. Whoa. Um, the Emmy nominations did come out. Mm-hmm. When they see us. I, I did, I actually took the, the time. I looked to at it, too. All the Emmy nominations, which is cool, like these like commercials, mm-hmm. commercials and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes, um, if you have not seen when they, when they see us, quite like myself, I haven't finished, I just started, um, it is biopic story of the gentleman that survived through the Central Park Five. Um, they were wrongly accused of a rape of a white woman, and it, it, it basically just their story um, and what happened from their view. It is a great piece of work. I feel like especially Africans need to watch it, too, yeah, so you can have a better understanding. You everybody know, Everybody should watch it. I'm really struggling to get through it. I started it, but it's, it's, it's emotional. It's very emotional, and y'all know how I feel about children and black children and stuff like that, and seeing it, it, it it's tricky. Um, but it's great, and I'm so happy that she took the time to make that story, and, I, and I'm even more happy that she's being recognized by her peers and um, her superiors. So round of applause for everyone. Yes. And you know, like, about her, I read that she didn't pick up a camera till she was 32 years old. Yeah. So I'm just like, listen, age is nothing but a number. No matter what, whatever dream it is that you have, that you want to do, and whether you didn't have the resources or you came from a background that didn't allow it to happen, whether you're 30s, 40s, you could still make it happen, yes. you know? You, if you have a story to tell, tell that, tell your story. That's what you're not waiting to Yes. Well, so for me, um, my black excellence African star a wonderful man his name is Imam Abubakar Abdullahi um, he has become the first recipient of USA's International Religious Freedom Award for saving the lives of 262 Christians from armed men in two states in Nigeria so you know the whole Bakaram stuff is looking still going on where um, Fulani herdsmen where they still kill Christians um, in you know in northern states so basically he hid them in a mosque and he was tagged as nigeria star as a nigerian star by the u.s um embassy nigeria um basically um he's an 83 year old nigerian man and um he was among four other nationals that received the first ever international religious um freedom award and he's an imam so imam is like a religious leader muslim religious leader leader and in a village, and he hit 262 Christians, and um, he hit them in, in the mosque, and he even, like, was willing to give up his life 
for those people. He spoke to the herdsmen and he was like, no, take my life. You're not going to. He didn't let them inside of the mosque. Um, so that is just so wonderful, you know, to see that a fellow Muslim loves his fellow Christian. At the end of we are all one. At the end of we all serve God. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that an 83-year-old man, this is a very old man who, who can, he can't fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that, you know, despite whatever it is, he was like, you know what? For God, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about love. Whatever, it's love. Whatever religion it is, all religions, whether you're a Buddhist or who, whatever, it, the main core is love. You know, love your neighbor, love yourself. You know what I mean? So, exactly, it's simple as that. So for me, I give him the Black Excellence Award. Okay. All right. So let us get into our TV, media, music. Starting with TV. So, basically, new shows, new shows, new shows. What new shows are out there? Um, so, I don't know if you guys watch Pose. We binge Pose. I put you on Pose. I put you on Pose. You didn't necessarily put me on Pose. I put you on Pose. I want you to know something. Girl, bye. Bye. I was going to watch Pose because I have a friend. So, okay. So, you were bam, 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 but you didn't really watch it till I also, like, well, let me say I encouraged you to watch Pose. I'll let you have that. I said. So, I encouraged you to watch Pose. I'll let you have that, bro. I encourage you, so um, mm. anyway, it's a really good Pose show. Is renewed for season three What's already. Pose about? So Pose is a show that follows the LGBT community, um, and it starts in kind of like the late 80s, 80s uh -huh. 90s, and it talks about the ballroom community and the struggles that they have to go through. I think the main thing about, I like that we talk about AIDS, because that's when AIDS really became like a prominent thing and how America dealt with it, you know? You know, like, you know, how America initially was like, AIDS is a homosexual disease, or that's the way God punished, punished homosexuals, you know what I'm saying? But let's be real, it's, you know, like, you could be straight and have AIDS, you know what I mean? So, this is not just a homosexual uh, um, disease, it just, it even just educates you to just always get tested, you know what I mean? Be aware, be aware of who you sleep with, and they also discuss about, you know, the reasons why, you know... The main stars, the reasons why they slept with so many people. Why? Because they felt lost within themselves. They didn't love themselves. They had no one. So I think it's a good show. Well, you know, this is not about... I think it's just a good show just to learn from. You know, it's entertaining, too. That, um, you know, it, it really puts to light a lot of American politics and stuff. It does. Talk about LGBT. Um, and it talks about the struggles that they have to go through. And it's kind of like, you know, as I was watching, I just thought, like, wow. You know, as much as we claim separation of church and state and the LGBT, in uh, America, it literally was a a mindset and a, and, a, and something that you held because of your personal religious, yeah. religious view that you allowed a disease to I mean, think, think about the whole abortion law. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, it's like a church it's, thing, it's you know? It's all about church. Religious, so, yeah. It's religious. So, you know, when we talk about separation of church and state, is that really what we're about as a country? Yeah. Um, the next thing, Lashana Lynch, she is the new Bond girl. Congratulations to Lashana Lynch. Um, I think that that definitely was a loop that we weren't expecting. Um, Lashana Lynch being the new Bond girl because we talked about Idris, we talked about mm -hmm. So not only is it somebody of African American descent, she's a, a sexy, dark skinned woman, too. Woman. You know, I'm curious to see how they bring that. Yeah, I am too. I haven't watched like a Bond movie like in a good little minute. Yeah. Um, I didn't really watch Skyfall. I wa the last one I watched was, I think it was, it was Daniel Craig's first. Yeah, I think that was, was this Skyfall? It was something it was Sky, Skyfall. yeah. Um, uh, Lil' Kim, girl. So we, we low-key did talk about like some episodes ago. Lil' Kim, she has a show called um, Girl Strip. Well, it's not just primarily her show. Chili is in the show. Maya's in the show. B. Simone, I think. Pretty 
Pretty V and some other guy. First of all, I feel like the combination is so weird. And then the concept of the show is like they're all on this trip, you know, and, you know, they slightly... I saw little clips of it. So Lil' Kim and Chili slightly talk about, you know, the fact that they are mothers and would they like to have another kid. Girl, it's not all that. It's not, I don't think it's going to be a season two yeah, I, I at all. I don't see the it is weird. Like, why don't you legit just follow Kim? And even if you do have Maya and Chili, but follow them as, like, people who were, like, in Hollywood and music industry, like, from the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Then that would make more sense. Making the band. 2020. I'm going to watch it. I am going to watch it. He doesn't finish it. I think he does it just for the, his attention he gets, you know, and the money he gets. For the show, it's funny. His last girlfriend of 10 years came from that, so maybe he's looking for another woman. Okay, true. Slash dating Diddy. It is. Looking, dating pool for him. Exactly. So you never know. I mean, shoot, whatever happens to Don, we don't talk about Don. Girl, he hasn't even responded to any of the things, though. He hasn't come up, because we have seen day 26, um, they've said something. He has not said anything. He girl. He probably flipped. He probably flipping flipping burger somewhere. G. Let's be real, because that's how it is. It's like you think all this, you know, all these TV shows about talents that they have. You think, oh, once you're on TV, you instantly made it, whether you win or not. No, it's like after the TV show is over, it's like you go back to your old job. Oh, you did take... They're back in Chicago. Because they were in Love and Hip Hop, um, Hollywood. But they're back in Chicago. And now, the wife, she braids she here. She braids she braids here. You know what I'm saying? You got to make your money. You got to survive. <laughs> Shades, I might hit it up. Anyway. Music make me lose control. So, we talked a little bit earlier about Beyonce and the I guess we kind of said what we want to say about it, but another thing that kind of strikes me about it is that I wanted to hear the soundtrack first. Like, I get it, Beyonce, do your thing, girl, whatever, whatever, but I... Of the movie, right? I wanted to hear the soundtrack of the movie first because... I agree. I'm such a big Lion King head. Like, Lion King was a big part of my childhood. Yeah. I love and live for Lion King. And Lion King is, is a brand. They have, they have amazing Broadway music. Girl, the Lion King come like in 1994. 1994. So it's kind of like Lion King is the staple in itself. And this is kind of why I, didn't, I wasn't super thrilled about Beyonce being associated with Lion King. Also, the tea on the streets is that... She can't, she can't do the voice acting thing. I told y'all she was going to be a feminist. Oh, uh, Lord. I heard one clip. Because on her album, she got little clips from the movie. And it is like she tried to put on a little African accent. I said, ooh. Okay, we're gonna watch it and see and let y'all know what it's yeah, about. Watch, but I, I did listen, I've I haven't heard all of it. I like the I don't know if I'm really crazy about the brown skin girl song. It's a good it's that. a good message. Great that. message. Positive, yeah. But you know, in terms of the beat and everything, it's just great it's not I something was, I really turn up to. I was telling Tyo that this morning. I was like, people screaming over the brown girl song, but I'm like, gee, that's I'm not gonna, song on that album. I'm not gonna play it. It's it's I it's cute, but it's, it's cute. Maybe first on Instagram post, sure, but I, said, I, said, I don't know. You but you know what? And this is the episode we'll probably later have. Maybe as us as Africans have a different understanding or a different relationship with messaging like that. Girl, the messaging is not the problem. 
it's, no, that's why we ain't no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. The message is on the part. I get the message. I get it. We do need to hear songs about brown skin girls yeah. and about just our natural beauty and stuff and not comparing to others. And we're beautiful no matter what. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Of course. Yes, that's the message. But talking about the song as a whole to like, you know, to tune into and with the beat and, you know, how, the, the, how it flows. I mean, the beat got to go. The flow got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like that, so... Girl, I don't feel it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy to me. Sorry. Anyway, but um, other thing, I did listen to Burner Boy's song, Jara. It's not bad. It's yeah, Burner Boy. It's, it's not like a Burner Boy song. It's yeah. Like a Burner Boy song. Uh, what else? It's cute. It's, it's decent. I ain't gonna stunt. It's a decent album. I like it. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. All right, so Big Crit came out with an album. I didn't listen to it. I'm just letting y'all know the Big Crit came out with an album. Um, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. I love that album. Oh, yeah, I haven't listened to it. So, Dreamville, J. Cole's label came out with like a collective album, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. It's so super, super fire, super, super dope. All the features are dope, all the collabs are dope. Yeah. It's dope. It's like, it's definitely like a solid album. It's real hip hop, it's real music. It's, it's good music. Um, who else? Uh, Rick Ross album. I've not listened to that. I'm not crazy about Rick Ross. <laughs> Cash Doll and Big Sean. I think their song is called what? Damn, is it Determination? Oh, Straight Out the D? Something like that. It's a good song. It's a it's decent a song. song. Like it's a decent song. song. Like it. it gives me more of Big Sean's vibe. Big Sean, Kim come yeah, like yeah. Her features are always good, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I do like it. it's a positive song, and it's not about ass, it's not about stripping, it's not about sex. It's about you, you know, being determination, determined. In fact, that they they're both from Detroit and they made it out of Detroit, despite whatever, you know. Exactly. So it's really it's not even like a cocky song. It's like a really like we worked hard and keep moving and we out of Detroit and this and that. So it's a good song. Cash down Iggy Azalea. They have a song called Fuck It Up, sis. So I, I did watch the video. Girl, listen. You know one of those songs where like they put out the song and they immediately have a video? It's like you, I feel like you do that because you know the song is not going to pop without the video. I mean, they, the only thing I see like they look good in the video, but the, they do, do they? Yeah, yeah. But the video makes no it doesn't make sense. It's like even the beat of the whole fuck it up. It's it's not even on beat. It just feels so weird. It's I just like what is the song about? Yeah, is it about how going back to a high school reunion? Yeah, what is it about? Weird. It's super weird. But I will say, Cash Doll verse is cool. It's cool. It's a sexy cool uh, vibe. But the whole song in general. No, it's not. I'm like, god damn, it's even better. Come on now, yeah. come on now. But I do like that she she was open. Of course, and I'm just still waiting on her to drop her album because yeah, she said she was. She said she's gonna drop it this summer, so I'm really interested to see what the combination of songs, what her features are gonna look like, and what's gonna be there. You know, we're all about the female rappers. Um, the remix is a remix, G. I like it. I'm not gonna stop. Sure doesn't. But um what else? I think that's pretty much it we have for music. But you know what? Before we even end this, 
we we said we're gonna introduce something new. Oh yes, we do. Have yes, where we're gonna have you guys, you know, our audience, people that listen to us, send us any questions, any situations, anything you're going, you know, going through, and you know, me and Dan, we have different opinions, and we will give you our opinion, how we feel about it, how you should move forward, how you should handle it. So this is gonna. What what do you want to call this? Well, what do we want to call this segment? Mm, we're gonna think about it. We're we gonna think about it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, so, very recently, I have been sent messaging, uh, well, the cross-cultural page has been sent messaging, um, and somebody asked for some advice, and we gave some advice. So, here is the question, or basically the, the comment, whatever. It says, hey, I have a question. I didn't care how it was for you, but um, you know my parents are really strict, especially when it comes to dating and stuff. Now that I'm a little grown, I want to get into the game, and I have not a single clue what I'm doing. It's pretty annoying, and I listen to the podcast all the time, and I like you guys' take on the stuff. So I was wondering if you had any advice. Um, so to this listener, I would basically say, um, all my dream parents are tough, okay? Dating is, is about being yourself. Um, since I personally have started dating, I realize that it, it's just about talking and being natural. Someone should always be able to interact with you at your core, okay? Like, it's really all about dating and everything. All this internet stuff, this social media dating. Uh, this question is super relevant, too, which just so happens to be relevant to our talk topic. But all this, um, you know, social media dating, everything, it's all just an avenue for people to talk to each other, right? So just don't ever forget to be yourself. Don't ever forget to be authentic and just to do what you want to do. Um, and be who you are when you try to fake when you try to come up with like some new um, facade or, or, or a look or something it just never works so just do um, do you that's it that's yeah I think I'll say yeah it's it's complete facts that you know as much as we love our African parents and as much as them being strict you know may has helped us like in our academics and career wise but it does it definitely does have it does have a downside you know what I'm saying especially with you know dating going out you know what I mean you know African parents think that oh they need to hold you back so they don't like to really go out to your friend's house or go to a little your friend's birthday party it's like it's not even like you are a bad child or you're trying to be on stuff like that but they hold you back um, my question is I wonder how old is this person it seems like they're a little bit grown like in their 20s or so Maybe. Yeah, so this person is in their 20s. They're about maybe 22. Yeah, so of course, you know what? Listen, I'm 24, and it is... I still always feel a little bit, like, nervous on a first date with whoever. But take that jump and just, you know what? Go on a date with somebody. And, you know, when you date people, you get you relate to people. It also helps you get to know yourself, too, you know? Because it's not just about how you relate with your family, but how you relate with outside people and your intimate, emotional relationship with other people. Take that jump, do it, and you also have to stand your ground with your African parents. You know, I don't know if they're still trying to hold you back or if they're still, you know, trying to limit you and say, don't do this, don't do that. But if you're in your 20s and you're grown, you know what I'm saying, and you know, obviously it, it's the time for you to start dating and meet people because this African parents are the same one that hold you back and the same one will be like, okay, where's your husband? Where's your wife? Yes. And it's like, yes. sir, you didn't let me date, okay? You didn't let me go out and meet people and mingle and even just develop those social interaction, interpersonal skills. So now out of nowhere, expect me to, you know, bring a wife or bring a husband home you know so you have to stand your ground with your parents you know and just be confident in yourself it's not gonna be easy it may be some little hiccups you know the first person might not be the right person but shit just do it let us know how it goes you know and we're here to support you you know be yourself as dami said be authentically you
a quote, a quote. Okay, so, listen, I don't have no major quote, but, you know, we started this stuff with some hot girl summer stuff. So, it just, in case of you who don't, who doesn't understand the meaning of hot girl summer uh, or hot boy summer. Now, it doesn't just, it doesn't necessarily mean about, oh, your body's hot and you just want to be on some hot stuff and just, you know, doing some nasty stuff. No! Hot girl summer is a season of being unapologetic in your glow, securing your bag, be in your own bag, embracing the body you have, launching more, leaving more, doing the dang thing while feeling darn good, just being confident, loving yourself, being positive. The weather is, the, the weather is good. Feel good about yourself. Do not let anyone hold you back, whether it's parents, friends, whatever it is you're going through. Be confident. You know what I'm saying? Feel yourself. You're hot. You're sexy. You're bold. You're beautiful. You're intelligent. You know, be on, some, be on your hot girl shit, hot boy shit. And that is what cross culture of the week. We're back, and thank you for listening. Thank you, for And this is cross culture.